How did it taste? What was this uh, it, aggressive flavor? It tasted like the smell of old rotten meat plus poop. Yep. It was it was poopy, and it was in my mouth. It was literally. It was poop. It was literally entrails. It was poop poop. Like so, eating out the asshole of a piggy. Uh, the, yeah, like licking the mo- the still damp. <laughs> I like bees, CBs live in colonies, buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. Cooperate to pollinate, never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. Bonjour. Merci. An almond and shat. An almond and shat. <laughs> what, what does that mean when they say bonjour? That means good day. Oh. You ask a good question. I always thought it meant good day, but maybe it's different. Have a good day. Have a good day. Whereas bonjour really just means like hello or good morning. The time that is the day. So, bonjour is like good daytime. Good daytime to you. Yeah, there you go. Good morning now. Yay. We're like, um, we're like Nick Cage decoding the Da Vinci Code. That was probably one of the funniest parts of our day in Paris. When we were at the Louvre, Chris is like, oh, what did you say about the Da Vinci Code? You were just like... I said something along the lines of like, I feel like... Nicholas Nick- Cage. Nicholas Cage in the Da Vinci Code. And then I was like, <laughs> I bet everybody feels like Nicholas Cage in the Da Vinci Code when they come to Paris. Or I, I said, I bet everyone says that. Yeah, that I bet everyone like says Cage that. And I was like, actually, I, I feel like you're probably... One of the very few that have said that. Because <laughs> Nicolas Cage wasn't in the Da Vinci Code. It was Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, National Treasure, Da Vinci Code. Same movie, different continent. It's mm. fine. Different iconic actor. Yeah, also the blonde dude that self-flagellates. It's not in uh, National Treasure. No. No. You find a lot of that in Europe, though. A lot of self-flagellating blonde dudes. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the right part of the internet. Glad you've looked for us. And all of his power. Mm, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Paris was good. What is the word good standing for there? Exhausting. Oh, so not. <laughs> no, like in a good way though, because it felt like a really, really full day by the end of it. It felt, it felt like we had accomplished a lot of things. Because we woke up at like 5am to get our shit together. As we do. As we do. To catch a train at 6.30 in the morning. As we do. As we do. You know, today's not really just about Paris. Like, we've done a fair amount of stuff since the last time that we talked. Yeah. Like, really, all we had done in Lyon so far was, like, walk around a little bit. Like, I was about to start my first French lesson. Oh, where, wow, yeah. Whereas... Two days ago, I had my last French lesson. Yeah. Oh, and we were going to go find um, a gym to go work out in, which we did that successfully. We did do that, and we are going to go there today. Yay, gym. It's so stinky in there, but... It is real stinky It's good. It's a good gym. It's It's well-equipped. It's not stinky like an old gym smell where you feel like it's got years of must. It's not. I bet if the gym was empty, it would smell just fine. Yeah. It has real stinky people in it. Yeah. Real stinky, stinky gym people. Yeah. 
note that this is not a comment on French people. This is specifically the young men who are working out at the gym, as you would also find in certain gyms in Canada. And we happen to find that gym here. (laughs) I mean, it's like the cheapest gym. It's like the most bang for your buck. So it makes sense. And they have like a policy where you can bring a friend for free with you um, with like the cheapest membership. So we got that cheap membership for what was it like 20 euro for the month? Yeah, but if you don't get it with a contract, it was like 55. Oh. Because we had to pay a bunch of fees. Oh, gross. Yeah, well, but then you divide it by two, so it ended up yeah. being like less than 30 euro each, which yeah. is like the same as what we had in Italy. Yeah, in Italy. Actually, Italy was, Italy or sorry, Spain. in Spain, in Gandia, Italy, Spain was... Spain was more expensive. Spain was 35 each, so... Yeah. We're doing okay. Yeah, we're doing okay. But yeah, it makes sense as to why all the little... Little little boys with little little arms, little legs. Little eight pound weights or eight kilo weights. Little eight kilo weights come into the gym. That's them curling the eight kilo. What's the sound of me? Yeah, their biceps look like my wrists. <laughs> okay. And I have small wrists. Let's I have, not be too judgy. Yeah, you do wrists. actually have. You do actually have really dainty wrists. But they're young men. Like I'm not. You know, I was like that when I was fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. It's no judgment. It's just it's observation on the natural course of things. On the natural course of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to get to where you are now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I I can't endorse that. I can't endorse that sentiment. I don't think they're trying to get to where I think they're trying to get to somewhere past where I am now. <laughs> At their druthers. Uh, what else did we do? We went to. We spent the day in. Lyon, Old Lyon, and we went up to the cathedral, and mm. then we went to the Roman. We, yeah, we went to the Roman amphitheater from like forty three A.D. or whatever. Yeah, which was pretty cool. And then um, we went to a Bouchon Lyonnais, which is like so. There's a bunch of these really cool restaurants. Yeah, and they're like fairly cheap. And Bouchon means butcher. Yeah. So what it really is, and my sense of what it is, is that these butcher shops would just like basically post up a takeout window on the side of the butcher shop to be to make some extra cash on the side and then over time it developed into like this cultural thing in Lyon that these like butcheries are these like cool little like low-key restaurants yep that have good food for pretty cheap and then we'd have like good cuts of meat yeah um so we went to one and they had like a set menu where it was just like appetizer entree and dessert for 27 euro a piece. I was pretty excited for it. I didn't know what it really consisted of. So we both got a starter. Chris got French onion soup. I got this like... Salad. Yeah. Yeah, the Lyonnais salad. Yeah, the Lyonnais salad was just fucking awesome. Super, super delicious. Yeah, it was like arugula, spring greens, and lardons, and it's yeah. this amazing Dijon vinaigrette. I don't know why I remember it so well. It was... It's like I, my memory's fucked, but it's stuck in my brain. It was yeah, good. yeah, it was it good. It was better than my French onion soup, which yeah. was also really good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> then we had some entrees. Oh yeah, and Jess got this amazing sausage. It's a very typical sausage. Andouillette. Andouillette. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, comes straight from the butcher. He basically he sweeps up the floor. <laughs> he puts the dustpan into a sausage casing. Um, <laughs> No, it's 
it's like tripe and literally when you cut it open all you see is like layers of tripe like there's no folds and curves there's no like, meat like how you would imagine your intestines to look all folded up that's 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 what it looked like when you cut into it yeah and uh how was it jess I have officially found my food limit. Yeah. That that was an experience for me. I I honestly it's it's really hard for me to before that point to have imagined eating something that I couldn't at least stomach a couple bites of. Yeah. Enough to like force your way through it. Yeah. You know, I even if I eat something that I don't really like, I can appreciate the natural flavor of it and, like, work my way through it, right? Like, at least eat enough of it that... that you're not embarrassed in front I'm, of the chef. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this was not one of those was things. was not that. I mean, this thing was thick. Like, it came out big. Like, round. And, uh, and I cut open the sausage. It, it was well, literally just tripe in, in, a sausage in a sausage casing. Yeah, okay. So I cut open the casing. I sliced, like, maybe, like, a half-inch thick piece, put half of that into my mouth, and the moment it touched my tongue, and the moment I started chewing, I saw my life flash before my eyes. It was terrifying to have it in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. It was terrifying. It was terrifying to have it in my mouth, and I... And I didn't know what to do with it. Like you were raped by a flavor. That, yeah. That you did not consent to. Yeah. Like wow. I, I. That's aggressive. Yeah. I was unhappy. <laughs> but I fucking powered through it like I do. Like that one half bite you powered yeah, through. Yeah. The let's one be, half Let's bite. be really yeah, clear. Yeah. I powered through what was currently in my mouth. Yeah. Which, I mean, most people probably wouldn't do. They probably like, I would chew it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, I did do this thing. That you're describing. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've done it before with roe and stuff. No, 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 no. I ate literal pig intestine when we were in China, which was as challenging for me as this would have been for you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I empathize now. I did the thing, yeah. <laughs> and I finished it. Yeah, you had, you, had, you had one piece and you finished it. Anyway, how did it taste? What was this uh, it, aggressive flavor? It tasted like... The smell of old rotten meat plus poop. Yep. It was it was poopy, and it was in my mouth. It was literally. It was poop. It was literally entrails. It was poop, poop. Like so, eating out the asshole of a piggy. Uh, li- yeah, like licking the mo- the still damp. <laughs> Why does it have to be damp? Because you gotta know that flavor's fresh no. in there. Yeah, the still damp butthole. Of a piggy. Of a little piggy. Of a little cornish. That's a pickle. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Cochon? Cochon. Cochon? Good one. (laughs) That's a a pickle. I don't want anything else of a pickle. I would do that any day. But everything Um, else was good. Everything else was good. The creme brulee that they gave us afterwards was, you know, a breath of fresh air. A breast of fresh ass. A breast of fresh ass. And... The creme brulee was really good. Mine was yeah. better than yours. Yours yeah. hadn't set completely, but yeah. mine was no. phenomenal. Yours was great. It I was, mean, my, really my flavor was really good, but I had a hard time putting anything into my mouth after that because everything still had a little remnant of poop. That's literally the first time I've ever seen you take, like, one bite of something and just be like, I'm not finishing this. I've literally never seen you do that before. 
Yeah, I've we always were, just inhaled everything else that I've had. We were so embarrassed. And it came with lentils as well. And so yeah. I think we were so embarrassed. Jess ate everything else on her plate just about. And then asked yeah. for a box to pack it up so that we could go around the corner and drop it in the garbage <laughs> instead of leaving it on the plate. Yeah, just like the polite Canadians we are. It's like, no, no, no. This is fantastic. Oh, we would love to take this home. I would just like to eat this in the privacy of my home. <laughs> um... And there was, we were on the corner of this plaza right in front of a big cathedral. It was a huge plaza. Mm-hmm. And there was this like street performing robot man. And he was in, I don't know, a combination of a ghillie suit, which for anybody who doesn't know, that's what snipers wear in the jungle so that they look like foliage. He looked like that, but like crossed with a Wookiee, but making robot noises. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> And he would stand still until people came and brought him money, and then he would, like, spring to life like a Wookiee robot sniper for, like, 20 seconds, and people would take pictures of him. And I just, I don't understand the draw. Like, there's no amount of money small enough for me (laughs) to donate to that man. Like, they don't make half pennies anymore, or, like, what's... Like, is a shilling less than a penny? I have no idea. But we have one cent euros. That's no. tiny enough. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I would like to bust that thing in, into quarters and flick one in his eye. <laughs> he was... He did the same... <laughs> he did the same thing for an hour and a half, and it didn't make any sense. He did exactly the same noises and movements whenever somebody came up to him, and he wasn't a robot. I don't... You should have seen Chris. He was more annoyed at that man than, like, concerned for my well-being eating that piece of tripe. I would look like I was about to throw up, and I would look up at Chris, and Chris would just be like, he's doing it again. (laughs) He's making those noises again. I'm like, what about me? I am suffering here. It was a really cool town, a really cool part of town, though. It was, yeah. I really loved it. And you could feel that it was, like, 18th century. Like, I could, you know, there's cobblestones and stuff and winding streets, and I could picture, like, French soldiers patrolling the town, like, Three Musketeers style. Mm, It was was really cool. It was a fantastic experience up until I had that Andouillette, and then while we walked around after the meal, I just felt it, like, constantly wanting to come up. Yeah, and you were nauseous for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, you actually, we went, when we went home, you were like, I gotta get home. I don't yeah. feel good. Yeah. Um, which, it's funny because andouille sausage is really good. <laughs> and I was like, how far away could andouille be from andouillette? It's basically, it's gotta be like the same. I don't know why, but in my head, I thought, like, adding an et to something makes, makes it smaller. But maybe that's just That's me. sexist. Oh. Et is the feminine. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah. Okay. Your unconscious bias is playing out in real time for yeah. the people. <laughs> yeah, this maybe. is the real Jess. You don't listen to her propaganda. You, you heard it here first. She's pushing the male agenda. I thought adding an et to the end made it more helpless. <laughs> That's basically helpless. what you said. No, just smaller. Portion and, size smaller. Right. And like, you know, should probably have a chaperone helping make decisions. I still blame the patriarchy for this. <laughs> Undaunted, Jess continues to blame the patriarchy. (laughs) I have been brainwashed by the patriarchy to think these things. I mean, females are literally smaller than men on average, so it's okay. You don't. So you thought it would just be like an andouille sausage, but smaller? I didn't even know what an andouille sausage was, but I knew that it was good. 
So I thought, and we yet. Although, okay, I blame you partially because you saw what you saw the pictures of what it looked like. You could have warned me. But I also know that you eat things like that. Yeah, okay. Fair. I I knew that I wouldn't eat it. I didn't know that you wouldn't eat it. That's fair. That's fair. You also were super game for trying frog legs. Yeah. Which I would not do. Yeah. You also probably still would have had the snails when we were in Paris, even though I definitely once if, once I saw they were in shells, I was like, "Fuck no!" Yeah, if if you were able to eat at least two, I would I would have done it because they came in six. I'm kind of sad. Actually, I, I kind of think that we should do it when we go back to Paris to try escargot. I kind of feel like we should. Like, Man, okay. So when we were in this place, thank you, Celine and Yannick, um, for recommending this place that we had lunch. Um, Chartier, Grand Boulevard Chartier, that's the location, you can look it up. Why do you have your data off? I keep my data off at night because I've got a shortcut on my phone that turns off my Wi-Fi when it goes into low power mode and sometimes I forget in the morning and I start watching YouTube videos not realizing it's on data and that's how I used up all my data last month. Okay. (laughs) Bouillon Chartier. Yeah. Yeah, super good. Yeah. Anyways, um... Super, super good bang for your buck. There was this lady that actually made me regret not getting the escargot. Because once our food came, I was sitting sort of diagonally across from this older woman who got six escargot for herself. And the way she was digging around in those shells and then, you know, she also ordered like a little tiny carafe of wine for herself. So it was basically like she would she would dig in and take out a little snail, pop it in her mouth, pour some wine, take like a huge sip of that wine, and just like swish it around her mouth together, and then swallow. And then she'd break off bread and like shove it into the shell, and then just like use her little tiny snail fork and just mush it around in there until it soaked up all of the garlic herb oil spices sauce butter yeah um butter (laughs) you know it's like an oily sauce and garlic (laughs) and cook with it Uh, yeah garlic herb butter and she would fish out the the giant bread mushiness and then put it into her mouth and then have another swig of wine and i was like man that's a real that's a real french woman do, doing the real French things. Zotalo, I have missed one. Now I'll stop you with bread. It don't hurt. Because you're dead. And you're certainly lucky you are. Because it's going to be a hot in magic silver pot. Do the So. She's doing it right. Yeah, so that, that, that made me, that made me really want to try it. Okay, okay. When we go back, we can do it. If we go to a good restaurant that has it again. Speaking of which, we did not get enough of Paris in a day. Yeah. Like, leaving from getting up at 5 in the morning and getting back home at 10 at night was not sufficient to experience Paris. Yeah, we basically saw all of the monuments, so... The ones that people know about, yeah. 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 Like, let's list them off. Eiffel Tower. Ta- towel. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Sorry, I was looking at the towel over there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Uh, the Museum of the Window. Um... Arc the Table. Uh, yeah, okay, so 
Yeah. Eiffel Tower. It's like the, the end of the usual suspects <laughs> where he realizes that he was just like reading things off um, the wall the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what did you go see? Oh, in France we saw uh, Le Carpet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> le Couche. Um, le Couche. Uh, Deux personnes et un computer, which is a very famous site. Um, it's not computer. That's not the French word for computer. I fucked that up. That's okay. But yeah, so Eiffel. Tower, Arc de Triomphe, Louvre, Cathedral of Notre Dame. Notre Dame Cathedral. I saw the Pantheon, but I, saw I, the Pantheon. I didn't really know that that was a thing there. It's a lot of I leftover mean, Roman stuff. We semi walked along the Seine. Yeah, a little bit. Um, semi walked along the Champs Elysees. We basically we walked through the garden that takes you to the Champs Elysees, and, and then we immediately got in a train. We did not walk yeah. down the Champs Elysees. Okay. Well, and then we saw, like, the obelisk thing, because apparently that's famous. And then the, the thing like outside of the... Yeah, the thing outside the opera, opera station. You know, that really tall thing, the little angel on top or whatever? I don't know. That thing. Um, I feel so ignorant saying that, just like, ugh. Whatever that is. I mean, there's a lot to, like, to be a really informed traveler and appreciate all the culture around all these sites. Like, you would need to really spend some time studying it. That's true. Which is fair. Maybe that's what it deserves. Yeah. We're just, we're just not those bees. No, we're just not those types of bees, yeah. 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 I don't know. Read about it when we go there. Yeah. It's like being inside the Louvre, seeing all of these timeless pieces of art, sculpture, and artifacts from different cultures and time periods, and kind of being like oh cool and then just like moving on to the next one <laughs> like no yeah no yeah. real like deep appreciation but i mean we're not historians like people That's spend true. their whole lives just studying the context around these artifacts and the, and the implications of their existence and we i don't know I'm like that's just yeah like that dad who had the girl on his shoulders when he walked into the room where the mona lisa's held or held why am i saying things weird today I don't know. You had coffee when you didn't need it. Maybe it's all up in your cerebral. <laughs> Maybe. But anyways, he walked in, and he was talking to his daughter, and I overheard him be like, do you see that painting of that lady there? Right in the middle of the room. Do you see her? And she was like, yeah. He was like, her name's Mona Lisa. And I just wanted to be like, fucking no. <laughs> yeah, Jess was immediately like, that guy's wrong. She's fucking up his daughter right now. Like... We should call the French authorities and tell them that <laughs> child abuse is happening. <laughs> her name is not Mona Lisa. I don't remember her her real last name. Lisa. Something. It starts with a G or something. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not boasting that I know everything about this painting. Just don't be inaccurate with the little information that we do all know. Yeah. Name's not actually Mona Lisa. Anyways. I mean, I guess he didn't know that. Maybe we're taking it for granted. You're, you're officially looking down on the people who are less informed than you. One day in Paris, and Jess is a member of the bourgeois, freaking elitist, looking down on the peasants, like, hey, I see you have cake. I'm taking that cake. I would do that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't let them eat cake. That's my cake. That's, that's Jess. If she were to rewrite the history of French Revolution. Yeah. I feel like we're letting down Selena Nyanik so hard because, like, I don't... It, there's so much about Paris that we don't know, and I just feel so ignorant. Yeah. 
I do too. I do too. But Celine did ask me for my honest opinion of what Paris is like. Our honest opinion. Well, as tourists, given a nutshell. You know me, I can't do nutshell. Oh yeah, just not a nutshell person. No. Given a nutshell. Well, nuts come from trees. <laughs> and they have ridges. And sometimes they But come... there's all different types of nuts. All different types of nuts. From all different types of trees. And you can use them to make desserts. You can make... <laughs> You can make a cake, you can make a pie. Jess, what's inside the nutshell? A nut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there's half layers. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I will, I'll answer then and say that uh, culturally and historically, Paris didn't disappoint. I couldn't believe how many sites and monuments there were packed into such a tight area. Like, it's so historically dense and rich, uh, and that was actually really surprising to me. The, the typical sites, like the Arc de Triomphe and the Eiffel Tower, didn't really do it for me. Like, it's, it's a building. It's like, when the Eiffel Tower was built, it was real tall. Now we have regular buildings taller than that. It's not as impressive. It's just steel girders. So we kind of just, like, went around that one time, and that was sufficient. But a lot of the other history and stuff was really cool. I kept finding myself drawn into, like, the 19th century, like, early 19th century and picturing, like, legionnaire-type soldiers walking around there. And, like, that to me seemed like the time that Paris was thriving. All in all, I, I think Paris is definitely worth the trip. I mean, we're going back. Yeah, we, we are going back. Because we didn't get enough of it in the day. So we're going back on the 19th to do another day trip. This time I do want to do some research. Like, I... We saw all the kind of ancient history stuff. Yeah. When we go back, I would like to look into like the Belle Epoque and like the, you know, where the writers and the artists come from that are actually Parisian, mm-hmm. not so much like the ancient history of it. Yeah. I mean, we could have gone to Monet's Garden. We could have also, I mean, Versailles is really close. Usually people tend to go there for like that sort of like history. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too much into it. Sarah and Greg went to Versailles and they went to the Palace of Versailles and just said that they were blown away. It was just phenomenal. I really do want to look up some history before we go to stuff because if I was to go and appreciate, for example, the Palace of Versailles, I would need to know its significance. Right, yeah. So that when I go there, I can be like, oh, wow, I can imagine that stuff happening here. Like, mm. that's that's how I get my kicks. So, right. Like, as a... That's how you get your jollies. Yeah. We're in France, so that's how I get my jolly. appreciate about Europe in general is that because its infrastructure is so old you can still get data on the subway <laughs> like in the underground trains which you can't in Canada the train system is amazing by the way yeah it really is amazing we crisscross town a lot yeah also we speaking of the underground we did not get to go see the catacombs because you need to book your tickets pretty far in advance yep um, so that's gonna be part of our Day trip number two itinerary. Yeah. Yeah. Jess really wanted to do that, so we are going to go back. In Jess's own words, I was really looking forward to getting recordings of you, Chris, being all squeamish and scared like a little bitch. <laughs> Around the, the bones and the, the corpses. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that. It was a super busy day, like rushing around all over the place. 
and seeing as many sites as we could and trying to get it in. We just about missed our train on the way home. Both of yeah. our phone batteries were literally at 1%. 1%. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Both phones were literally at 1%. Yeah. And that's only through conservation um, and, and using it as little as possible at the end of the day, which was critically important because our train tickets were on our phones with no way to print them, and we would have been completely fucked if our, if our phones had died. It was, uh, it was tense. It was a little tense at the end. Yeah. And... Uh, we did not get to go to, this is the major reason why we're going back. We did not get to go to the one dessert place in Paris that Jess was really excited to go to, <laughs> the patisserie. It's the oldest one. Is it the oldest one? It's the oldest one. That's yeah. pretty cool. But that is the one thing, by the way, the one redeeming quality about France in general. Not redeeming quality, but let's say the the best thing for us about France is the patisseries. Yeah. Are the patisseries. The desserts are the, crazy. The patisseries, the the bake sh- the bakeries the baking yeah and the pastries it's, it's just out of this world yeah if in france it was the pasta in spain it was the in cheap italy? beer if in italy it was the pasta in spain it was the cheap beer in france it's definitely the pastries yeah yeah i can't i can't get enough honestly the little tiny like artisanal flavored brioches i i'm addicted we've had like one dessert a day and each one's <laughs> each one's like five euro for like a little piece of dessert and we've just that's been our like splurge yeah. every day every day that we go grocery shopping instead of going to a restaurant we treat our we reward ourselves with a little dessert from this amazing pastry shop around the corner yeah it's so good i don't know if it would be worth coming all the way back to france for but they are really phenomenal they are really really Oh, and I tried to get duck confit when we were in Paris, or as Celine and Yannick recommended, the foie gras. Um, but there's a freaking culling of the ducks. There's like avian flu that started in November, and all of the ducks were killed like by the farmers to prevent the spread of avian flu. So, which which we learned from our very very friendly waiter at was, Chartier. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a dick. Like, <laughs> I ordered a coffee with cream, and he said something about how it was, like, late in the day for that. And I was like, haha, that's what, and he asked where we're from, and I said Canada. And then he came back with a Coca-Cola. And I was like, <laughs> I did, I ordered a coffee with cream, and he was immediately, like, very unhappy with me. Yeah. Like, for the rest of the day. Like, I don't know if he was unhappy, like, I know what you ordered, this is what you're getting. You need to listen to me. Or, or if he was unhappy that he made a mistake, it could have been either one. Yeah. Like, he was also really unhappy with me. He seemed really happy with me to start with. And then when he put down the bottle of water, like, I, I remember him putting it, like, really, really close to me. And I was like, I don't want the bottle of water beside my plate. So I tried to move it. And then he snatched it out of my hand because I guess I was we were trying sitting to... at a table for four. Yeah. And he and Jess put the water in, in front of the other place settings that we weren't sitting at. Yeah. And he got real upset because he probably would have left a watermark or whatever. On the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Needed to change that. But anyways, so... He puts it back in the middle, and he says to me, let me, please. And I was like, okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, my bad. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. You can just keep doing whatever you need to do. It was funny, though. I think he was just having an off day, because, yeah, I, when he was at the table beside us, and they were, like, telling him stories and, like, laughing, and he was just standing there, like, completely zoned out. Just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> staring off into the distance while they like talk to him directly to his face and he's just not present at all. I don't think that was our fault. I think he's just having a bad time. I actually really liked him though. I thought he was funny, but yeah, he's he's just having a bad time. <laughs> so Canadian of me. Like, oh no, I'm sure he's going through his own stuff. Um also like if I was a server and I had to put up with all the shit that servers have to put up with, but I didn't get tipped for the especially shitty tables or whatever, like, I would be unhappy. Yeah. We did get to go get macarons, and yeah. Jess, Jess flexed her French. She ordered macarons without any assistance, and the lady behind the counter did not revert to English. Mm. And uh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. It was actually so much fun. But that's it. That's 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 it. I'm done. Speaking French now. Yeah, Jess yeah. is like, I'm going back to Italian. <laughs> um, and now that my French lessons are done, I guess I'll, I'll continue studying French while we're here in France before we skip over to the UK. Mm. You know, while we're in the UK, like we have all the time to brush up on any language or even just like preemptively study a language. Oh, yeah. like, you mean like, like um, Thai for, or something? Like for future travels. Yeah. Or like in Croatia. Like, uh, although I feel like it's quite like English, English? heavy yeah. in Croatia, isn't it? I would say probably. Especially in Split, which which is where we're going. You know what's funny is for our time in the UK, like this is the most kind of Western or like Anglo-Western that we're going on this trip. Yeah. And it's like I'm, I'm already getting like less vacation-y just for the time that we're spending there because our tans are going to continue to go away. Uh, we're not going to be learning any new languages. Right. It's like, it's the least sophisticated and least rich travel experience that we're going to have. But I wouldn't say that. We're just going to get paler and more English speaking. It's basically going to be like being at home. It's okay. That's we'll, authentically British. It, <laughs> just paler and more English speaking. Yeah. Good. Um, Take that, Ed. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's like, oh, I bet Chris forgot we were listening when he said that. No, I said it for you. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're they Canadians, are. anyway. You're Canadians now. I think this, uh, so that was a good introduction to Paris, and I think we'll call this Paris Part 1. Yeah. And uh, maybe we leave it here, and then we pick up after Paris Part 2. Pardieu, which is the part of town of Lyon that we're in, which is in nine days. Yeah, that's crazy. And then three days after that, we go see our friend Han. And then after that, we go see your, our friend, your mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm excited for the places that Han wants to go to in the UK, actually. Yeah, me too. In London, specifically. Yeah, she, she was a really good scout for us in Vancouver, too, before. Uh, you know what I bet Han has scoped out in London? <laughs> Fucking dim sum. I bet. Yeah! Oh. And, I, oh! and I bet there's, like, Hong Kong dim sum, because the people would have left Hong Kong to go back to the UK. A lot of people left Hong Kong when China kind of renationalized it. Yeah. And I bet there's some legitimate, like, Hong Kong dim sum in Man. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm so excited! And oh, I have one last remark about Paris. What do you got? Um, this, in the subway, when we were maneuvering through, 
there are some fucking intense ass gates that you have to like body check in order for you to be let through, you know? Like mm-hmm. the ones that are like the really thick, flappy ones. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta like body check them. Like, yeah. I, you gotta be aggressive. There's no room for niceness in the subways of Paris. No. Oh, and we didn't get pickpocketed speaking of the subways. Yeah. Thanks to Lena and Yannick for the heads up of paying attention. I think we got lucky, like, mostly the trains weren't that busy, but also we were super vigilant all day. Yeah. And we need to be, again, when we go back, don't be like, oh, we've been to Paris once, we won't get to <laughs> We park. know. We know yeah. what it's like. Um, but yeah, you do need to be aggressive. On, on guard. <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell if you're laughing because you like that or because you hated it. <laughs> column. Little column A, little column B. There you go. Little yeah. column A, little column B. <clears throat> um, so what are we doing today? I actually want to see about, like, buying one of those, like, anti-mosquito, like, incense things that you can plug into the wall at night. So I'm getting bitten to shit. Yeah. We will also go get one of those desserts. Yeah! That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) We've been, uh, yeah, it's been pretty slow in, in old France. Yeah. They say that boredom, like, fosters creativity, but... I think boredom fostered creativity when there was no, like, busy things to do. Like, now when you're bored, you do endless scroll on Instagram or something. Like, uh, or so, you game out. Or you, you game. Yeah, yeah, now boredom is kind of sad. Like, I, I think maybe the Amish, maybe, they had a point. I bet they're creative when they're bored. <laughs> Making dolls out of potatoes or whatever. Try not not to laugh too hard. I'd cough in my mouth. Spit take. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee mornings. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Until next time, when we explore the catacombs of Paris, underneath where there's like tens of thousands of freaking dead bodies, we will. Where you could die. We will. Oh yeah, where you could die, wandering endlessly in the blackness underneath the entire city of Paris. And we will also, <laughs> I'm going to look into the French Revolution and get into some of that stuff. And I want to know about what happened during Les Miserables time. And I want to go find the grave of uh, Jean Valjean. <laughs> yeah, I know he's not a real person. It's fine. All right. Goodbye. Au revoir. Au revoir. I like Bees, CBs, living colonies, buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. Cooperate to pollinate, never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. The girl called the scone a squirrel. Yes, the girl called the scone a squirrel. We're like, what's that praline thing called? She's like, it's an English word. Uh, uh, Squirrel? 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 It was, uh, it was and, Chris, and Chris is just like, squirrel? Uh, like, the animal? And she's like, blank. Blank face. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel? She's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a scone. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. That was good.